Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about game one of the NBA Finals. Sorry I was away for a few days. Uh, I, I was busy towards the back end of last week, and, and then I had to go to a tennis tournament this past weekend. Um, but I'm back from that now, and we're back. Um, uh, well, you, you can maybe call it a hiatus if you want, but it was only a few days. But anyways, we're going to be talking about game one of the NBA Finals, um, and then Something else along the line, You've li- if you've listened to my previous NBA playoff ones, you probably know what to expect, some sort of pre-segment, and then and then we'll move into the regular part of the podcast, like talking about that specific game. Um, but but I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start putting the, the podcast, what's going on in the podcast, more in-depth in the description, because then, because I do the description, obviously, after I make the podcast, so, uh, so... Uh, I'll just put it. I'll just put it in there, cause then, cause then you'll know what to expect. You can look at the thing, and if you're interested in listening, obviously maybe something you, you want to listen to that that you think is important or you want another opinion about. It's gonna be in the in that description. But anyways, we're gonna be talking about Game One, Suns Bucks coming up all on today's show. All right. So the first thing we're gonna talk a little bit about here on this episode is talking a little bit about Chris Paul and making an NBA Finals. So obviously his first NBA Finals appearance, I believe, in his whole entire career. Um, and it's just a little bit to talk about. Um, it's, it almost turns into a little bit of a legacy series for him because we know that he's already going to be in the Hall of Fame. But it's just... I mean, already the finals appearance makes himself get a little bit higher on those top point guards. He's already definitely top 10, um, especially with like those assists and, um, and steals numbers. But, um, it's, it's, it's just, it kind of helps because I, it's hard to name point, many point guards better than him. Obviously, you've, you've guys like Magic and, and, uh, and John Stockton, but even then, I think I think you could find Chris Paul maybe a bit better than John Stockton at this point. Um, but but I'm just saying, like I, we, uh, Chris Paul has really already cemented himself into the Hall of Fame when his career is all said and done. But it kind of the ring kind of just helps him get higher on that all time list. And also, not only do I think that what I just talked about is is true. Um, it's, it's also, uh, something like, well, it's like getting that ring and, and it could, this could be his best, maybe not his last chance, especially if he stays with the Suns for the rest of his career and the Suns just decide to, you know, reload and, and go back for the chip with the same team again, which obviously the same team with, along with Chris Paul is very capable of doing that. I talked about it before, uh, they, this Suns team would be very good without Chris Paul, but if they don't have Chris Paul, they're not making it to the NBA Finals. Um, but but anyways, uh, just not only do I think that uh, it's this is this is going to be probably his best opportunity. He's already thirty six or thirty seven years old, and this is just going to be his best opportunity to get that ring that I know he probably wants by now. Um, because it's I I just it's not only not only he's obviously very very good going to be in the Hall of Fame but I just kind of find it hard to believe he's only going to age like he's already thirty six or thirty seven years old and 
and just reaching near the end of his career, and it's just gonna be the best chance to to uh, to add to his resume for Hall of Fame. Well, he probably doesn't really even need to add anything else. To be completely honest with you, because he's already gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Because because not only not only do you have to have the stats uh, for the Hall of Fame, but it's also what do you bring to the table for like leading a team and the success of a team? Um, because, because like like I said earlier, this Suns team probably wouldn't win the championship if they did not have Chris Paul, and and that just it's just something else that helps him cement his name into the Hall of Fame, and and just getting that ring puts him higher on the all time list, and it's it's kind of almost like a game of rings because because you got players like Magic. Um, John Stockton, and we can maybe consider Steph Curry a point guard um, among among the best. Um, but also, uh, but one more thing on that. Uh, now we did just coming down to closing out this little part of the short bit of a segment. Well, kind of I don't know. Can can you call it short because my podcasts aren't extremely long. Um, but but it it. It it gets to the point where some people say like, oh, he's number two, but but that's that that can be a little bit of a stretch, but but it's just kind of hard to exactly find where he fits because we already know he's a Hall of Fame, and what he brings to the basketball court is just something like like if if Chris Paul came to the Miami Heat for a couple of years, I would be uh, maybe ecstatic for that. I mean, any team would be happy because because no matter who you put around him. Um, it just it kind of makes the team so much better considering how unselfish of a basketball player he is, and and you kind of have guys like him, guards like him who can't who can who can play solid defense, who can uh uh pass the basketball really well, but but maybe not score. Now I'm not saying that there's like no one who can do that because there are plenty of guys who can do that. Um, uh, not Ben Simmons. Uh. Uh, we won't talk about that. Um, but but you you he he can score the basketball very very well, um, and he can still do it. He just seems almost a little bit ageless at this point. But but you kind of it's 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 just turn this off. It's you kind of got to think. Uh, you could, people have a lot of different opinions on where he fits in top point guards. You got players like Jason Kidd, John Stockton, Magic Johnson. Uh, Maybe Steph Curry, if he is even considered a guard, but you kind of consider a point guard a guy who can assist really, really, really well at a very high level. And Chris Paul obviously averages like eight or nine this past season. But I don't know exactly what Steph Curry's numbers are, but I think it's like half as much of that. Um, but but he he he's definitely top five. But to end this part off. Um, uh, it's it's just kind of turns into a legacy series. If he can get this ring, that can he'll definitely jump John Stockton. Um, maybe not Isaiah Thomas, but but definitely jump John Stockton. But I think Magic is still definitely the best point guard of all time as of right now. But but turn, kind of bit, a bit of a legacy series for Chris Paul. Get himself that ring. Sixteen years of losing. Not only has he has he uh, not won a ring, he's never made the finals before until now. Um, but I think this it's going to be a fun series, and we'll just see what happens uh, throughout it. Um, uh, but also one more thing to end this off. Uh, you 
also I I personally really like this matchup in this series because as a as a fan I'm not a fan of either the Suns. I mean, I have nothing against them. I mean, I want the Suns to win, but I have nothing against either of these teams. Um, like, as a fan, as someone who's not a fan of either of these teams, I kind of like this NBA Finals because it gives you two fresh faces to look at. It's no Warriors. There's no LeBron. There's there's um, it's 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 just it's just a fresh um fresh playoff finals and even you had the you didn't even have LeBron or Curry or the Warriors or the Cavaliers even in the Cavaliers didn't even make the playoffs um obviously but but it's just it's just kind of nice to see fresh playoff teams uh there and also the Hawks into the conference finals too um and obviously the Suns not too much success since the 90s um but and I think isn't it the first finals for the Bucks as well since like seventy one? Um, that, uh, but yeah, but just to, just to end off this this segment, um, yeah, I believe it was that was that Kareem Abdul Jabbar uh, Bucks team. But but anyways, um, yeah, but just to end this segment off, I I, I kind of I like this matchup, um, and I could I kind of I don't know, uh, I'm not gonna go too far, but we, but we got I. A little bit of a prediction. I might be getting off topic considering I'm naming. I don't know what I'm. Well, you know who who knows. But but uh, but to well, I don't know. Should I end this off? Well, but anyways. So maybe uh, it also could. I'm not gonna go too much into depth with him, but it not not a legacy because. But but it it would be big for Giannis if if he won this series too, and also um. How do we, how do we think Mike Budenholzer's job is gonna hold up if they don't win this NBA Finals? Um, because we it's there's just raises some speculation about that because personally it might be a little bit safer now, but I don't know if it would have been safe had they lost to the Atlanta Hawks uh in that in that Eastern Conference Finals series. Um, but we'll we'll have to see what happens here. If he wins the championship, he's definitely staying. But we'll just have to see what happens with him. But but anyways, we're gonna end off this segment here. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be anything else here, but we're definitely going to move in to talking about game one. Oh, also, one more thing. Uh, I'll probably just throw this in at the at the end of this first segment before we talk about game one. But I don't know. I just yeah. um, but one more funny thing. Like when I click the, the publish episode button, it's like be descriptive with your intros. And I just like I just put. I talk about game one, or I talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't say exactly what I'm talking about into those. Um, I kind of, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit lazy. I'm, I'm here to admit that. Um, but I'll, I'll start putting more into those. Definitely a hundred percent. Uh, and but anyway, just enjoyed me talking about game one. If you want, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, it's up to you to decide whether my podcasts are good. I'm never gonna say they're. I'm not going to say my own podcast is bad, although I have re-recorded things because I didn't like it. But anyways, off topic, uh, but now we're officially heading in, and we're going to talk about Game 1 of this NBA Finals. So now since Game 1 has now happened, we're going to, uh, before we talk fully in depth about uh, Game 1, I promise this is the last thing that we're going to be talking about before getting into Game 1. But after Game 1, we're going to talk a little bit about uh what I think will happen throughout the rest of the series. Um uh so 
In the first round for the Suns, we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about their road to get to the NBA Finals. Also, before we say anything else, uh, I know that some people are going to call it Mickey Mouse titles, especially LeBron fans. Um, I, I just know that that's going to be the case because you always have a few haters. Um, but but in my opinion, well, I guess I mean I guess you had players like Jamal Murray. Uh, who was out, and Kawhi was out. And then on the other side, um, the obviously that Nets series for the Bucks, who we probably thought that the Nets were going to make the finals if it weren't for the injuries. Um, but, but I mean, it's, it's still a championship, and injuries just happen in the league. And also, I personally really, really like this championship because I'm not a fan of either of these teams. I mean, nothing against them. It's just like... I'm a Heat fan. It's not like, um, but uh, it's 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 two new faces. There's no LeBron. There's no Cavaliers. There's no Curry, and there's no Warriors. Right. So we got it's it's two fresh faces, and also not to mention, um, the Nets have not been good uh, until these last until this last year, um, and and the the Hawks obviously have not been good. And and these playoffs just even seemed a little bit weirder, even with COVID, um, because because you had the Knicks back in the playoffs and the Suns as a two seed, um, but but anyway, so other than that, um, uh, so the the Suns come into this finals, they they beat the Lakers in six, the swept the Nuggets, um, which even even going back to that with Jamal Murray being injured. I don't, I don't, they, since they swept them so easily and the games in that series weren't even very close at all, um, I, I just, maybe, maybe the Nuggets would have won a couple of games, but the Suns would have still won that series. I personally think that the Suns are the best team in the Western Conference, um, and they, they got through the Clippers in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, conference finals and then for the Bucks they they swept the heat uh which I I hate to see I <laughs> um but anyways uh then they beat the beat the uh Nets in six or in seven I mean and then they beat the Hawks in six um so two teams that that are fresh and probably deserve to be here um and honestly you wonder about um uh Budenholzer's job if he didn't make it here um, and you might still wonder about it if they don't win the championship, but, um, um, but, but heading, heading into the prediction, um, so you, I mean, just talking about this game one, when it's kind of, it almost seems like that the Suns have really cemented a big three, um, in their lineup, uh, with Aiton, Paul, and Booker, um, and and when they're all three playing that well, which might may or may not be on a nightly basis, and didn't Aiton get like nineteen rebounds again or something? But but it might not be on a regular nightly basis. But you know, all three of them are still gonna play very very well. And and before I was saying that that uh, well, so you we it, it was initial. I was initial. My initial um reaction was that the Suns were going to win easy and four no chance but but since that um I mean no matter who they played whether it was the Hawks or the Bucks but we saw now obviously Trey Young not at 100 percent but we saw that that the Bucks can still play even without Giannis and um it, it makes it makes me see them in some sort of a new light um 
So, um, but now you have Giannis back and still playing a good game, shot over 50% in game one, um, and, and, um, with 20 points and 17 rebounds. And they, I know that game one, I know it was in Phoenix, but he's still having a good game in only 35 minutes, 20 points and 17 rebounds. And you got in the, Bucks lose this game by 13. I I just think the Suns are such a better team than the Hawks and it's kind of like a a new series and they're going to have to develop they're going to have to figure out some way to slow down uh the Suns you could call it a big 3 now um because if they it, talking about this this game like there's no way they are are beating beating the Suns if they can't slow down uh, any any combination of Aiton, Booker, and Paul, and then because I mean they they still they still had good scoring. I mean Middleton had like didn't he have like thirty points and and Giannis with twenty. I mean there's, it's it's not a case of of the Bucks stars not showing up because they were there, but it's just I kind of feel like the Suns are a bit better team. And I, w- I initially had said Suns in four, Suns in four, Suns in four easily. Um, but now Giannis is back. Uh, it will, it will, and you see also it factors in. Uh, it's it, there was a stat at the beginning um, where they the the Bucks do so uh, such a better job in the next few games in the series after um, game one and two. And and that stat is gonna need to work out for them, or else this series can go downhill very very quickly. But I got Suns in five, not four, but five, unless unless they're able to, unless Budenholzer can fix something up. But I don't know about him. Um, um, and and um, and and one other factor, they're they're gonna need a supporting cast as well because because um, no one. Uh, so they had Drew Holiday, uh, Middleton, and uh, Giannis with lots of the production, but they're gonna need a supporting cast off the bench because because not only do you have the big three from the Suns, they they're not gonna be able to win because you had campaign and um, uh, Cam Johnson shooting both shooting fifty percent for twenty points. Uh, combined off the bench, and not to mention you have Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker, and and Aiton all stepping up, obviously the way they need to and the way they we know they can. Um, and if 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 the Bucks don't get a supporting cast outside their starting lineup, because it was twenty nine, twenty and seventeen, I believe for for the Bucks uh, between Drew Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis. But then it was seven from PJ Tucker, and the highest score off the bench was eight points. Um, and and they're they're gonna they're gonna need to have another guy to go to, or else the Suns are just gonna be a little bit too powerful for them. Um, but anyway, so I th- I think it's gonna be Suns in five, no more than six. Um, but we're gonna move in. We already talked about it a little bit, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about Game One uh, to end off this episode. So to finish up this episode, I hope I don't uh, repeat too much um, 
because I, I really kind of need to finish this. It's been like six days since I made a podcast. Uh, but anyway, so um, so game one of the Bucks and the Suns is done. So the Suns take this one in Miami. And what is really seeming like they're forming a very good big three. Um, it, it's... It's 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 a little bit scary at this point. Uh, so so Paul had thirty two of his own. Um, Aiton had twenty and and nineteen. I th- I'm pretty positive. Uh, because he's just turning into or twenty two points. He's just turning into a rebound machine. And and so so um, uh, Aiton with twenty two. Uh, Paul with thirty two, and Booker with twenty seven. And even though. Jay Crowder ended up with 0 of 8 on 0 of 5 three-point shooting. He had the highest over under on the on the starting lineup. But but not even not only that, it was plus 19, plus 14, plus 13, plus 17, and plus 18 for all five of the players in the starting lineup. Um so so that that's that's something else that, that you can really talk about and and so it was a very, it was a relatively tight game. I think it was an eight-point game at halftime, um, but but in, in the third quarter, it was like sixteen points from Chris Paul in that third quarter to pull him ahead by like fifteen or sixteen points because that's just how it has been. Because I think it was either game five or six, I'm not sure exactly, but but the it was the Suns were winning by like thirteen or fourteen points, and and. Uh, and and but the, the the Clippers came back to cut the lead down to six or seven, and then Paul comes down the other end, ends the drought, hits a three. He's just he just knows when to step in all at the right times. Um, and not only that, again nine assists, only two turnovers for Chris Paul. Um, one thing though that wasn't great for the Suns though is is I don't. I don't think now his team's obviously very very good, but I don't think Booker Booker shooting eight of twenty one and one of eight from three. Obviously, he's very very good, and if he wasn't on this team, they may or may not be here right now. But he's gonna have to improve a little bit on that to if they want to come come ahead and win this series. And I I said it before. Um, I thought that this was gonna be easy, like Suns and four Suns and four type thing. Um, but because Gian- I thought Giannis was going to be out, but he's back. Um, he seems fully healthy too. So a few of the Suns beating them by 13 points, the Bucks could possibly be in for a long series here. Um, cause, cause he finished with 20 points and 17 rebounds. Um, and they they still end up losing by thirteen. Um, the the Suns will because I know that they'll get more support when they go back home. The Suns are going to have to cut down on Chris Middleton a little bit more because I know Drew Holiday only four fourteen shooting on ten points, but but he will most definitely improve on that. He was near a triple double too, uh, nine and seven assists and rebounds. Um, and and this series could really possibly come down to uh, players like Holiday and Lopez able to step up a little bit more because you you know how good the Suns team is and that Chris Paul especially is going to step in at the right time. And also, going back a little bit to that Chris Paul, he, he does not – 
I mean, obviously he's 36 years old. We know how good he is, but he does not. He's not shining away from being here for the first time. No pun intended. Shining uh, Suns, um, but but first time in 16 years he added those 16 points in the third quarter, and he was six for seven and three of three from three point land there too. Um, 22 and 19 for eight and two. Um, um. But th- th- this is just game one, and um, this is this is the it's just game one, and um, and we'll we'll see what happens because it was a stat something along the lines of for the Bucks they until they beat the Heat in game one in the beginning of this postseason they were like a losing record the first two games of the season, series, but then after that they would turn it around and start winning a couple more games. And that stat is really going to need to come into effect for them. Um, and Because and, and also they're going to need, if they lose game two in Phoenix, they are going to need to, they're going to need to get game three and four in, uh, in Milwaukee because you already know how hard it's going to be for them to take one because they, they need to put themselves in the best possible uh best possible situation by um getting tying the series up two to two and then giving themselves the best possible chance to um to give them the best possible chance to cutting down and getting a game in Phoenix because they're gonna need to do that. Um and and just just a couple more stats from from this that makes it even more miraculous that the Suns are are in the playoffs right now. Obviously, we know how good the team is, but just in recent history, it just seems surprising. Um, um, it's they hadn't even made the playoffs since 2010, and two seasons ago, they were 19 and 63. 19 and 63. Um, but I mean, we knew that the team would eventually be good. I told my brother, like, this team's going to be good. They got, they got a lot of young, young guns to build around, maybe get them a veteran. And that veteran has come in and been Chris Paul. And so I think I might've hit the nail on the head there. Um, because, because we already, Booker was already very, very good, even though they were terrible in 2018. And then in that 2018, they got the number one pick and drafted DeAndre Ayton, who who's really who minus his first season ever since his second season. I mean, I don't really know his exact stats, but he was pretty good in his rookie year, I believe. Um, um, yeah, but 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 yeah, we I knew this team was going to be very good, but but we didn't. I didn't just didn't know when. In 19 and 63, is absolutely abysmal, absolutely awful. But anyways, so. So Chris Paul, one more thing, is 36 now, 10-time All-NBA selection, and he is on the list of best players to never win the championship, and obviously, deservingly so, um, not deserving like he hasn't won a championship, like he's definitely one of the best players that hasn't won the championship, doing that alongside the likes of, he's out there with some really legends, like like players never win a champion, like Patrick Ewing, uh, Reggie Miller, and John Stockton are just three three players along with like Carl Malone and 
Uh, I think no, Charles Barkley didn't win a ring because I think he his son's team. I think that was that that son's team was the last one to make the NBA Finals. Um, um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So, um, this year could be the year he he leaves that list. Um, and really makes his case for even higher on top point guard lists. Um, but but yeah, anyway. So so that's my game recap. Um, and that's really the whole episode. Uh, but yeah, sorry for being gone for quite a few days. I think it was like five or six days. Um, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Break Sports, and I'll talk to you next time on the show. Can I still?